Hey, welcome to heaven. Hey, you create your heaven. This is what you wanted. It's your fucking business. I'm just here to talk to you because your idea of heaven is me talking to you. Again, I find it odd as well. I, I'm, as, I'm as weirded out as you are. I don't want to be here. I could be doing something else, but you just had to die. You know, you had to see what was under that lawnmower. It was blades. Blades are under them. You don't remember this? Well, it'll it'll come back to you, don't worry. I'm sorry it happened to you. But it does seem like that's information you could have Googled instead of, you know, just think like, you know, maybe I'll just Google what's under a lawnmower. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. It doesn't really matter what you say. And it doesn't matter what you do. And it doesn't matter if you go the speed limit. All of these things are true. It's true. You can just go 100. You can just go 150 miles. I mean, if your car goes that fast, you can do it in theory. But you don't do it. So why don't you do it? Why don't you go do it? Go do it right now, dum dum. You wouldn't do it because you respect that there are some compromises of liberty you take in order to have a functional society. But I find this annoying. And so there are certain things you may or may not want to do or certain ways in which you want to be free but you can't be because you made certain agreements. Some of which weren't really agreements. I mean, they were just kind of grandfathered in to existence. So you came around, you're like, I guess it's the rules. Too bad I didn't get to be born in medieval England and get killed by a spear. Who cares? Everybody should eat their own ass every single day just to like understand like Ouroboros. Do you know what I mean? I would say uh, another piece of advice probably would be don't go to college. Because these goddamn student loans are uh, rearing their heads. That's right. And I'm going to turn around and I'm going to I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot the loans. I'm going to shoot at the money. I shouldn't say I'm going to shoot anything. <laughs> but I'm I'm shooting the concept of debt. If only that was how it worked. Instead what I think I'm going to do is I'm just not going to pay it. <laughs> I'm not going to pay it. Uh, not because I don't want to. I would love to, I would love to be able to, but I just it's just not a good time. It's just not a good time right now. So yeah, I'm gonna have to. Hey, all of you, you know, maybe I'll just get the government. Like, can I buy the government like dinner or something to like make it up for them? And maybe like if I go like get ice cream with Biden, like, and I'll pay for the ice cream. Like it's just as like a gesture. I'd be like, hey, is this roughly equivalent to about seventy seventy six thousand dollars? A number which has remained almost completely flat despite 15 years of paying every single fucking month because the interest continues to pile on it and make it so that it's like is is money real is any can we can somebody just check really quickly because this all seems completely fucking made up and i don't really understand how i got caught up in in this so why do i keep thinking about it why does anybody have thoughts? I don't know, they don't seem useful most of the time. And so I've just decided to have fewer of them. 
and it's it doesn't feel like um it doesn't feel like i'm dissociating it just means like i'm thinking about things as much as i need to and then i'm moving on or not really but no without trying to just just be there for it it doesn't really matter what's happening externally it's just you just have to be there if you're there for it all the time then there's really no problem I know that sounds made up. I can't make it sound... How do I make it sound more convincing? <sighs> if only there were people who wrote about these concepts and understood them thousands of years ago and also relatively recently and currently, and basically over the entire course of human history. If only there was somebody who had a thought on it. Unfortunately, I'm the only person who's had this idea. So I'm sort of stuck in this kind of like fake, like, funhouse kind of structure like kind of maze for mice to navigate in except the it's like the mice put the maze there for themselves because they're too what what would happen if they didn't have the maze kind of force that exerts itself on us that kind of guides us in a certain direction that usually comes like from the level of the society that we belong to, whatever society that is, pretty much all of them. Um, you're conditioned to behave in a certain way in so many ways that when you start to break it apart, you start to think, uh, well, what's un what is even underneath that? What's underneath all the affectations and all of the kind of mim mimic, mimetic exchange of meaning that you engage in regularly? If you took that away, and if you took away just the signifiers, which are just kind of categories for that are, exist just for convenience's sake, but we take on the identity of the category that we think we belong to, and so we're, we're so we're kind of this vast ocean that's just kind of like swirled around different drains, and each drain has kind of a, a gravitational pull around it. And, but what if you were just an undecided droplet of water that was inserted into this kind of constant pulling and pressure? What if you were not immune to it, but um, it became transparent to you? And now you're kind of looking underneath everything and seeing kind of ways in which it kind of connects and uh, nothing looks that different anymore as in different people don't look so different they don't seem so different from each other anymore you're trying to i think maybe the best way to th think of it would be to think of it like think of just anybody in your life and think about their identities how they identify and the ways in which they cling to that identity and the way that that identity shapes their behavior and what they say if you can think of them in moments where that have nothing to do with their identity and you strung those moments together those are probably the best moments you've had with that person and so if you can think of that quality of experience which is has nothing to do with concept it's just some kind of intangible kind of connection that happens you can have this connection with literally anybody even somebody you just share a moment with someone in your day-to-day -day life you know in the gas station or something yeah, you guys spray each other down with gas and light a match, I don't know. 
can't think of a good example, sorry. The goal should be that you get to a point where you're engaging with that element of people. You see the ways they put up their identities as a wall, and you start to see through that. In some, I mean, if you really are observant, you can start to notice the, um, the insecurity that's making that wall go up. And it's not really usually that hard to disarm people if you can spot what the thing is. Not engaging in the narrative with them that they're trying to establish because everybody kind of has a narrative about themselves that's kind of self-fulfilling because they have expectations about just who they are and the kinds of interactions they have. Of course, it's all made up. Every single moment is completely fresh. You can become literally a new person, theoretically. You probably won't ever do that, but I'm saying you can flush all this shit out um, and there's still something there. So what is it? Who's that person? Let me just check Snapchat real quick. I'll get back to you on that. What kind of new... There's a new type of bug here now. What's going on? Mid-September. Mid there shouldn't be new bugs coming out. All the bug releases are done for the year. So this is an unauthorized bug. I'm dealing with it. Everyone loves to eat chili. Everybody says it to me. I have yet to try it. I'm interested in chili. I'm just kidding. I've had chili many times. It's one of, one of my faves. Give it up for chili. Chili? Beans. A little bit of meat. A little bit of sauce. You know what you should do? You know what you should do if you don't care about your blood pressure? Why not take some tortilla chips? Take the tortilla dips the scoops take the tortilla scoops put them in the fucking chili and that's gonna be the rest of your life you're never gonna think about anything else it's good it's really good see my family we used to do the salt teens for years we had the salt teens and chili until one day my mom discovered scoops and our lives have never been the same it's time for everybody's favorite feature that I do on these streams. By the way, just want to remind you, you are dead. This is the afterlife. You can move on at any time. You can transcend. I can't tell you how to do it, but you can leave at any time so you don't have to watch this. Maybe just think about like, maybe just think about like Moses or something. Maybe that'll do it. I don't know. I don't know what gets you up there. Why do you think I'm fucking down here in one of the lower realms? That's right. I know about the upper realms. There's a bunch of them, and I want to go there. Heaven is bullshit. Heaven is like a big fucking mall. So you can just leave the mall. You shouldn't be at the mall. It's filled with gamer girl bathwater. Enough people, and, and there are enough people who have projected that into reality that it is now a whole section of heaven. And it's it's growing by the day. People are concerned about it. God God has yet to step in. And the angels are just like, Jesus fucking Christ. There should be like waterfalls in heaven. There should be like, you know, a beautiful fountain or something. Or a, one, a, a, a blue ocean. Not fucking lady fluid? Come on. It doesn't even seem appropriate for- it's not like really family- like, heaven's usually pretty family friendly. 
And even though it's just bath water, it's like, there's it's suggestive. You know, it's not appropriate. Hey, they let anything fucking slide in heaven these days, man. I just keep my mouth shut. I don't, I don't run my mouth, man. Because there's a lot of shit. I'd, I'd be talking shit, man. I'd be talking shit if I could talk, but I can't talk. We're going to say something that sounds gross, but if you actually think about it, it's not gross. Because it's the opposite of gross. But I've never had any kind of accident as an adult. Ladies. So, you know, think it over. And I just know a lot of people, I guess I just know a lot of people who shit their pants, like, recently. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. Are people's diets, like, really that bad? Like, that bad? And they're like, no, I just had, like, five beans. It always happens when I eat five beans. I completely ruin a pair of Wranglers. As well as my brother's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta wear Wranglers to the wedding. It was a jeans wedding. He was getting married to a pair of jeans. This is the kind of woke America that Nancy Pelosi wants. And the other thing about the student loans is, so my thinking would be it would it will go down significantly. But I don't even know how to fucking check the thing now because. Also, in the, during that three-year time, it moved to a different... It's all different now, basically. So I can't even log into this shit. And, I'm, and my thought is just, well, I don't want to log into this anyway. So then I just close it and I forget about it. And I, that's pretty much where I left off with this. It's a good thing I don't really like money a lot. Because I'm going to be having less of it. So, I'm all warmed up on this whole poverty idea. It seems like it'll be interesting. Maybe I can just be like a Charles Dickens guy. I'll just write some stupid shit and still never get any, never get any money, but be posthumously. Actually, I just had an idea for, an, for a story about like this old cranky man at Christmas. And he's sort of a dickhead. And then a ghost is there as well. Maybe I'll be as good as Charles Dickens, who I only know for having written Oliver Twist. Another classic. I was in, in a production of Oliver Twist in elementary school. And I was in the chorus. I was in, I know I look like an urchin. A very mature urchin. A mature urchin, if you will. <laughs> I hope you do. So the next thing that's depressing... Summer's over. And so... There's no more joy in the world. It's weird that I don't want summer to end because I had a terrible, terrible... I had a shit stain of a summer. And I'm still trying to get it out of my Wranglers. You know what I mean? The Wranglers of the mind. Other problems have arisen. Other good things have arisen. Um... In that time, it's been a mixed bag. Uh, but um, I feel a sense of stability that wasn't there previously now. I feel like my emotions are more transparent to me. Like I can just kind of observe how they change my perception so drastically and they're just based on thoughts. They're not based on any real 
thing that is happening in the here and now. So my whole disposition is just shaped by my like expectations, which are also informed by my history. But that's all largely fictional. And so then the feeling, or not so much the feeling, but the clinging to, clinging to the feeling and feeling like the feeling, feeling like the feeling is unescapable and that it's a force that's exerting itself on you instead of something you're kind of just allowing to flow through you. The kind of mixed bagness is helping me see that, I think. It's not based on anything other than the story. So you wouldn't say that a story itself isn't real. It is real if it exists as a concept. Let's take a very simple story. Why did the chicken cross the road? That's not like written in a tome somewhere that somebody uncovered. It's just something that everybody has heard. So there's no real physical thing there, but it's a story. It, it has meaning to us. Just like the chicken, in order to reach the other side, we have to cross the road of concepts. We have to transcend them. And we have to be able to think outside the story, pretty much. It's like if you were just the kill cam in Call of Duty. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to worry about the fact that you got shot or you got blown up, because now you're just a kill cam. And it's not about a fear of death, it's not about anything like that, literally. It just has to do with how you're living your day-to-day -day life. That's where the actual power of it comes through. But all this is to say that um, the ups and downs look more... They, they're, this, they're roughly the same but they're not as elongated. They still feel real, but it's like a really good painting, and now you can see the frame around it kind of a little bit. And so if the painting is really good, the frame doesn't really take away from the power of the painting, of the experience of the painting. But if the painting is uh, scary or anxiety-inducing or overwhelming, then the frame is useful so that you can act more rationally. Act like it's a paint, it's an image. So if you can see the image, that means you're not in it. If you were literally just material, you wouldn't have any perspective of anything. You're knowing, you're the knowing of the image, you're not the image. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows it. Your mom, your mom knows it. Coming up next, we get a two-for-one deal. That's right, you buy two sofas, and we'll throw in one copy of The Matrix on DVD. If you buy two sofas, the sofas are both $20,000. But we're throwing in The Matrix for free, because we're crazy. We're nut jobs. This is the original Matrix. 4-3 aspect ratio, baby, that's right. The real shit. This shit looks like your cousin downloaded it on LimeWire. It looks like ass. But it's real, and it's good.
Or is it real? Is it just another part of the Matrix? Did you know that the Matrix was based on um, a computer? It's about computers, actually. And if you think about it, computers are a big part of our life. Big, big, big part of our life. Joe Biden. Big computers, big part of our life. Everything I say is real. And more, more importantly, it's from the heart. Uh, coming up next, I just met a, my neighbor who has the plague and he was willing to give it to me. But only if you guys donate $30. I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> I'm my brain died. Today I'd like to speak to you about rabies. I have it, you have it, everybody has rabies. It's just normal now. It's the, the, let's end the stigma. And I just want to say if I bite you, if I attack anyone, if I steal a car, it's the rabies. Not everybody with rabies is foaming at the mouth. Sometimes people are more like they're rabid on the inside. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with them, but they just have like a rabies mindset. That's what I have going on. So I'm coming for you. Come to get your ass. That was my new character, uh, Rabies Michael. He's just a normal, average, nine to five lunch pail, white working class guy. He works in an office selling landmines to various governments. Just a normal guy. But he has rabies. So how's that gonna work? Coming to coming to NBC this fall. Yeah, I think it's about that time to uh, introduce another uh, one of our good friends here. Uh, <laughs> uh, just just a fan favorite, somebody who everybody loves, somebody who definitely. I haven't read anything about him driving like an antique car around the neighborhood and trying to run over people's dogs. I didn't see anything about that, so I wouldn't worry about it. If you did hear about his, I didn't see anything. His name's Slurp Von Lipstick, and he's gonna come right out, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna really he's gonna he's gonna mop the floor with me. I'll tell you what, he's he's better than me. Here he is, Slurp Von Lipstick. Everybody, give him a hand. Give him a hand. Hey, it's me. Fucking the time, the time. God, it is me, Slurp Von Lipstick, and I'm here to completely fucking ruin everybody's lives. Here's how. Take your cell phone, check your cell phone, I just texted everyone who's watching. And it's a picture that was meant for my doctor. Enjoy. Your life is not going to be the same. Mine certainly isn't going to be. Once you see what the fuck I'm dealing with, you'll know what I mean. So I don't know, uh, last, uh, what's going to be going on with me? Last time, well, since you last saw me, I was, uh, I was convicted, Te technically it wasn't, uh, I'm just going to say, you know, reptiles, sure, they can't consent to, to having to be made to fight each other, but they also can't not consent. And I'm pushing to change the laws about that. I think snakes and lizards want to fight each other they just need encouragement for it to happen that's where i come in and i'm also wanted for manslaughter in like three states 
That one's harder. That one's harder to defend because I definitely did it. So if you don't know about me, I just I check the time and I I do the time check feature and I tell you come to me every day. And they say, hey, what time is it? I'm like, why don't you get a fucking watch? I don't work for free. Also, I don't know what time it is unless I look at a clock. I'm really just it's really just the clock. Like, I don't want to deflate my ego too much, but really, 99% of time check, it's the clock. So the current time is 12.29 uh, a.m. exactly. It says 12.29, you know where your kids are? You know where your reptiles are? I don't. They were seized by the government. I guess they're government snakes now. Guess they're going undercover, trying to, like... I don't know what they would be doing. I don't know what the fucking undercover snake would be doing. I don't want to think about it. But I'm sure the government would find something to do with a snake. Just put a little, like, GoPro on, like, a garden snake and just airdrop it into Syria. Because one thing that's always inconspicuous and that some people never look out for, it's, it's snakes. If you haven't done so already, definitely check out I just tried it, a uh, bone meal. It's basically bones. One time, one time I got uh, so fucked up on bone meal that I started texting my ex pictures of Kirby. And she said, what are you doing? And I said, I just had so much bone meal and I wanted to text a Kirby photo. And one of them, Kirby's asshole is perfectly dilated and basically you couldn't tell the front from the back. I mean, this is just the kind of shit that happens in this world that we live in. We all just need to learn how to live in this world with this fucked up Kirby walking around, you know. But look, far be it for me to use this as a platform for a, a call to anti-Kirby action. I would never say anything like that. But I would I would definitely say he needs to go down. Somehow. Somebody, somebody needs to take him out. So funny if... So tomorrow I'm planning on... um. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I'll probably just get like a million dollars somehow. I'll just like check a bunch of coats. I'll just find coat hangers. See if anybody's carrying a million dollar bill. Even if I don't, maybe I'll just find enough cash and it'll be a million dollars. Like, it sounds imp implausible, but a lot of things do until you try them. Do you know what I mean? Next time you're trying to plan, like, dinner with your significant other or your spouse, I think instead of doing the, like, I don't know, what do you want to do? Say, like, what do you not want to do? Let's do process of elimination. I always start with number one every single time I say, do you want to go in the sewer and hunt ninja turtles? And the response I usually get is, no, that's not dinner. And I say, worth a shot. And then number two, I usually say, do you want to jump down a well? Try to find worms. Eat those. So you start like at that level. Slowly you work your way up after like a few hundred guesses to, you know actual edible food because you never know sometimes you're craving something and it's just like i wish i could just eat a slug <laughs> right look this is just like guy talk this is guy stuff you know this is what guys talk about third or fourth guess is usually do you want to drink mud grab a plate put some mud on it <laughs> 
And it was, you know, it was goddamn good. Man can live on mud alone. The Bible's, is that what the Bible's? I don't know. Man can't live by bread alone, but by every word. What does that mean? What is, what do all these fucking words, these old ass words mean? You ever notice motherfuckers been talking forever? And half that shit don't make no sense. And that includes much of the Bible. What is up, what is up with Jesus just f telling a fig tree to fuck off for no reason? What is with this man? It's a Bible study, bitch. Jesus curses a fig tree and clears the temple courts. The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it, because he said it exactly like that. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying it. Wait, hold on, go back. Hold on a second. What are we, we're on to the next scene already? Do you want to explain this? What did the fuck, what did you think was gonna happen, dude? It wasn't the season for, it's not even fucking fig season. I would genuinely love for anyone to explain this. This one little anecdote is harder to believe than proposition that God exists. This makes less sense than God. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. Because he's a socialist. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And then as he taught them, he said, it is not written my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you've made it a den of robbers. The tea has been spilled. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the scene, does not doubt in their heart, but believes they will s that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it'll be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anybody, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you for your sins. Once again, it doesn't make it, it doesn't really, it doesn't make sense, it doesn't add up. So there's just a lot of a lot of interesting questions, a lot of a lot of a lot of interesting questions that should be asked. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't always know what to say. Did you know that? Um, I didn't. I didn't have anything. I just thought I was going to come up with something. But did you know? Shit, it happened again. Didn't have anything. I, I gotta think about it first. Did you know that my recent obsession has been French Baroque music, specifically 
this incredible singer. I think I think I don't really see any reason why modern music can't kind of incorporate the complexity of baroque music. But I'm trying to think of examples of people who have kind of made like well, I guess Brian Wilson would be pretty close to that. Yeah, okay. I guess that was easy to answer. All right. See you later. Good night.